Hello, my name is Simon Gibson. I'm the founder of World Speech Day, and this is our first ever podcast episode. Over the coming weeks, this podcast will bring you short speeches from unexpected voices all over the globe. Because sometimes, when you want to know what's really going on in the world, you don't need to listen to thousands of voices, but just one. Our first speech is from a remarkable young man, Hamza al-Fareh in Yemen. Hamza has found a way to solve the growing crisis of refuse in his country. Greetings from Yemen. This is Hamza al-Fareh. Let's do it, Yemen country leader. I'm talking from the country which has been under attack for almost four years so far and the civil war and a regional armed conflict. As you can see on news, our situation here is horrible rather than war and destruction. There are uh, famine, siege, and two-thirds of citizens under poverty line. Almost no medical services provided, no security, no salaries has been paid for almost two years. Diseases spread, which uh, already took thousands of lives. Those were my wake-up call to help and serve my country, to save people's lives. Because last month, our uh, environmental secretary claps down so government would not able to pay salaries or uh, to cleaner workers or cover the operational costs for the last month that uh, caused mountains of trash in the streets i could say everywhere with uh, many other reasons had led to a huge outbreak of diseases like uh, cholera diphtheria and malaria all over cities so I worked hard on the search for a solution for this until I found Let's Do It Word with World Cleanup Day project, which could help us. So I have worked hard for a year till, till we have done World Cleanup Day in real ground of Yemen. With this project, World Cleanup Day, we helped Yemen as a country and a nation to make community engagement for a good positive cause that would save people's life, land and water and give the government a hand. We have already done some cleanups in some separated area, also the, uh, some awareness campaign until we have made World Cleanup Day 2018 a real in Yemen. Can you imagine we did all of these efforts with no fund? Yes. It was self-funded on voluntary basis with my help and my friends who were so helpful. I could uh, mention some like Hani who helped me a lot with money, volunteers, my traveling. Also my friend Anas who, uh, who was uh, by my side with his team uh, and uh, volunteers all over the governorates. Uh, and uh, there are many more. The World Cleanup Day is important for Yemen to have this project done for the sake of community, hygiene promotion, recycling, make new jobs for health and environmental impact. Furthermore, uh, to help government and organization to do waste management, especially for a cleaning fund, which uh, they use wrong ways uh, to deal with trash, with no consideration for the surrounding community, uh, healthcare, air, uh, or uh, even land. 
which uh, caused the pack problems so far. We could educate them with the new ways, uh, strategies and plans that is uh, safe and beneficial. What Karina Day was done uh, for the first time in Yemen. I have represented Yemen in the Clean World Conference 2018 for the first uh, time. We have bought Yemen reports. Uh, also um, make Yemen part of World Waste Platform for the first time. I made uh, many recommendations about Yemen to uh, United Nations and uh, Let's Do It World Foundation. But, um, you know, so thank you for listening to me. I know it was uh, too much, but uh, it's how it goes here, over here. Uh, pray for peace in Yemen and support. Thank you. Our second speech is from Olga Pavlovsky. Olga runs an organisation called Wildness of Life, or Wolf for short, protecting wolves and other wildlife in the forests of northern Spain. Whenever I begin a presentation on the subject of wolves, I always ask the audience this question. Who here had Red Riding Hood as a bedtime story when they were a kid? And of course, a whole bunch of hands then go up. And then I ask, who's read that book to their children? And a few more hands stay up. Then I ask, who's read it to their grandchildren? And still a few more stay. And we look at each other, and I usually say, you know what? So many generations, so many nationalities, so many languages spoken... And this medieval tale is what we still tell our children the wolf is like. Well, I has read that book too. But then one day, my granddad returned from the forest to Moscow. And he said to me, I saw a wolf out there, out in the snow. Granddad, granddad, were you afraid? I asked him. And I just remember how he chuckled. And he said, look, they're far more afraid of us than we are of them. And I'm so thankful that that moment happened because that's what got me fascinated on this journey that we have always shared with wolves and with dogs. Well, what I find really interesting is that we, Homo sapiens, we probably wouldn't be here right now were it not for the wolf. And at the same time, we spent centuries actually trying to eradicate them from all of our lives and from every area of the earth. Now that's why I started something called the Wildness of Life, or Wolf for short. And what I'm trying to do there is build a reserve where wolves can live quite peacefully in the Pyrenees Mountains, and that's located between Spain and France. And the reason I want to make it safe for them is because actually we really owe so much to these creatures, and much more than we realise. Not only does our relationship with wolves go back roughly 30,000 years, but it's actually the reason that scientists do claim that we, and not the Neanderthals, are the ones that have remained so dominant across the planet. Now, wolves also serve us in ways that 
we don't really see and we don't really think about. When we step out of the city, we see flowers, we see birds, we see deer, and we see an equilibrium in nature. Well, guess what? A lot of that is helped by the wolf. Perhaps you've heard about dogs that have talents, like being able to smell cancers in people. They get that ability from their lineage of the wolf. And the wolves are the ones that will help a herd of deer stay healthy. How do they do that? Well, they smell the ones that are ill, the ones that do have cancer. And they're the ones that they go after. That's been proven again and again when researchers go and find the meals that the wolves had. And pretty much most of the time, that is the situation. So rather than really talk about what it is that I'm doing, I just wanted to leave you with this little curiosity about this fascinating and this unique creature that has helped keep our lives in equilibrium. And it will continue to do so as long as we allow it to stay around us by giving the gift of a continued life. My name is Olga Pavlovsky, and I'm the founder of the Wildness of Life, or Wolf for short. Our third and final speech this week comes from Farzin Ferdas Alam from Bangladesh. Farzin is chairman of Ogro Ventures, a holding company for social enterprises. He has built a network of over 10,000 farmers who are now stakeholders in Ogro Ventures. When some 15 years ago, I started with just $7 in my pocket, starting a very small business just to get by. I was not thinking of the big picture or the big vision. I was just thinking of that day's sales. I was just thinking about making it through that day. Because at the end of the day, daydreaming was nice but I knew that it was not going to make me get the targets of what I needed for that day. Over time I realized that I was getting good at it but I always knew that I had to work harder and that everything that I was planning all the visions that I eventually came around with they were not necessarily going to be exactly reached the way I wanted them to be. And so that's again why many people will tell you to focus on visions and missions. But the power is focusing on the present and letting that be part of the story that becomes your vision and not the other way around. Because 
or else we lose sight of what we need to do at present it's difficult you it's the daily grind of getting by of of just being lost and struggling and asking yourself what are you supposed to be it can get scary but there is very little you can do to control your future but you can do a lot to control your present so do what you can today because it's the summation of every little thing you do on every given day that adds up to become that vision that ultimate dream so that one day when you the joy is in being able to look back and see how the culmination of all those individual struggles all adds up and created this journey they say rome wasn't built in a day i'll tell you this i don't think when they were building rome they would have even imagined rome to be what we think of it today they were just building a city they were building a functional entity eventually it became a legacy and i think we need to start focusing a little bit more on what we do today and hoping that it all eventually does add up but in the meantime the one other thing that i i wish i could just tell you face to face is that whenever you can always try to do something that you cannot yeah let me say that again i you didn't hear it wrong do something that you can't that you imagine that you are not you're not able to you're not capable of could be something very simple like painting i was never meant to paint but sometimes i paint i'm not good at it and everyone would tell me not to do it but do it nonetheless because when you keep doing what you can't one day it becomes what you can and that is how you know that one day whatever it is you put your mind to you surely can make it happen it's as simple as that i'm not going to give you clichés of believing in yourself or keep our persistence pace it sometimes doesn't and sometimes you believe in yourself in the wrong things but it's like you you shoot 10 times and you just hope you hit the target 7 times and you need to be happy with that but it will only happen if you focus on doing what you can't So that's our first podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And if you would like to support our efforts in this podcast, please take a look at the donate button on our website worldspeechday.com. Thanks and goodbye.